Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the Destroy the Stumps podcast. So today, ladies and gents, thank you very much. Uh, today, ladies and gents, uh, fuck, I'm over the place, aren't I? Uh, just going to be the... Um, oh, what the fuck? Okay. All right. Just start that again. That. Anyways. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another episode of the Destroy the Stumps podcast. So today, ladies and gents, just going to be doing a review of the Under-19 World Cup. First couple of matches, uh, just probably the first 11 matches uh, that I'll be doing a review um, of. So right now, the format for this World Cup, it's basically you have, you have a couple of groups. It's kind of similar to the 2007 Cricket World Cup. Uh, so you have a, you have four, you have four groups of four teams. So sixteen teams in total. You've got India, Ireland, Bangladesh, and USA in one group. Then you've got um, England, South Africa, West Indies, and Scotland in another group. So the first two groups, Group A. So Group A, you've got India, Ireland, Bangladesh, and USA. Uh, group B, you've got England, South Africa, West Indies, and Scotland. Group C, you've got Australia, Sri Lanka, Zimbabwe, and Namibia. And then Group D, you've got New Zealand, Pakistan, Nepal, and Afghanistan in uh, Group D. So, yeah, that's uh, those are the groups for the World Cup. Um, for the first part, and then after that, you've got uh, the Super... I think it's the Super 8s. And then after that, the, so whoever finishes in the top four in the Super 8s, they'll qualify for the semis. And then after that, it's uh, then it's the final. So that's the format for this World Cup. And um, so it's the Super Sixes. Oh, okay. Well, let me just have a look. This Super... This is a weird... Actually, it is kind of similar, but it's not exactly the format. Let's have a look. Alright, so yep, that's that. And then... Um, so you have group one, and you got group two. All oh, right, so it's not the first two teams. All oh, right, so it's going to be the first the teams that finish first, second, and third in the groups uh, to qualify to the super sixes. So there's two groups of super sixes. What the hell is that format? Honestly, that is a ridiculous format. There you got the playoffs, of course, and then you got the knockout stages. Just to, so it'll be the winner of Group A versus. So okay, right, right. Just got to review that again. So you have four groups, four groups of sixteen teams. The teams that finished in the top three in each group go through to the Super Sixes. So the teams that finish in the top three in Group A and the top three in Group D go to the Group One of the Super Sixes, and then the teams that finish in the top three of Group B and the team that finish the teams that finish in the top three for Group C go through to the second group of the uh, Super Sixes, and then uh, the teams that finish on uh, first and second in Group One of the Super Sixes and Group and Group Two of the Super Sixes stage go through to the semi-finals. Then there's going to be like 16th place playoff as well uh, between the teams that didn't qualify as well. Then after that, it's just the knockout phases when uh, between the top two teams from Group. Groups one and two from the Super Sixes, and um, then the winners of the semi when those two go through the semi finals, the, the leader of group, the team that finishes first in Group A, 
versus the team that finishes second in Group B, and then the team that finishes second in Group A, so first in Group A, Group Two, um, faces the winner of Group B, and then they have the winner of semi-final one versus semi-final, uh, the winner of semi-final two, and that's it. That's the final. Um, so India, the five-time champions, uh, they've been the most successful team in this fo- tournament. Um, gee, five times, that's amazing. Most runs in this is uh, former uh, in this campaign. Well, uh, a name that you probably heard: former Ireland international and England international, England cricket captain and World Cup winning England cricket captain Owen Morgan. Uh, six hundred and six runs in under nineteen cricket World Cup history. So that's the most and the most wickets is Wesley Madavira, who um, I don't think plays anymore. Or does he play? Okay, Wesley Madavira, who's still part of the Zimbabwean team, or who did play recently for the uh, for Zimbabwe last year, did have a drug ban. I think he had a ban placed on with Brandon Mavuto as an off spinner for um, testing positive to a recreational drug. Okay, that's an interesting one. But yeah, Wesley Madavira, uh, twenty eight wickets in the ICC under nine under nineteen World Cup in his career. So yeah, he's. He's the most. Uh, he has the most uh, wickets in under nineteen World Cup history, and the most successful team and the current champions are India, five-time champions, and are the current champions. Beating England last time in twenty twenty-two, I think that was in the West Indies or something. So yeah, that was in India. Yep. So that tournament was in India and. No, it wasn't it? No, what the hell? Um, yeah, it was held in the West Indies. Apologies, yep. So it was held in the West Indies. And, um, So, yeah, that was playing in the West Indies. India beating England in the final. Jeez, India were good in that tournament. Um, so, under-19 World Cups. First one was in 1998. Second one was in 19, sorry, 1988. Australia were the inaugural winners of that trophy. And then uh, 10 years later, England played. England won the final. I don't know who the hell they faced. England played New Zealand in the final. Okay, wow, right, okay. Yeah, England won that. 
and New Zealand were the runners-up. Okay, so yeah, there we go. Uh, New Zealand and England, but then 2000 India won that in Sri Lanka, and then so also the first uh, Under-19 World Cup was played in um, in Australia, in South, mainly in South Australia and Victoria. And then in 1988, then 10 years later, they made it a regular event. Every two years, there'd be the Under-19 World Cup. And it's been continuously every two years since then, they've had the Under-19 World Cup. And England won that one, um, beating New Zealand in the final. And that play, that was played in South Africa. Then India, the tournament was held in Sri Lanka. India beat... Who did they beat in the final? India beat Sri Lanka, the host nation, in the final. And then after that, Australia won the 2002 one, which was held in New Zealand. They beat South Africa, winning their second title, and um, South Africa were the runners-up. Then Australia, Pakistan won the 2004 one for the first time. This, this tournament was held in Bangladesh, and um, I'm pretty sure Pakistan beat India in the final. No, they beat, yeah, they beat the West Indies. So that was their first title, Pakistan. Then 2006, Pakistan won it um, in 2006. They beat India in the final. I think that was where Anwar Ali was swinging the ball like crazy. And Anwar Ali, unfortunately, just due to injuries and that, lost a bit of pace and just couldn't swing it as much. And that was the end. Of, uh, he just didn't have a fulfilling career, but a lot of promise in that tournament. He had a lot of promise in that tournament. Um, so, yeah, Pakistan win, uh, winning their second title, back-to-back -back, uh, trophies. And India were the runners-up in that tournament then 2008 India won that famous series where Virat Kohli, Kane Williamson, Steve Smith and a few other players some uh, Tim Southey, uh, James Pattinson, Faulkner I think was a part of that series uh, James Faulkner played for Australia a bit as well um, then you got um, the likes of uh, Trent Bolt as well uh, Kieran Powell from the West Indies. I think he had Adrian Barata as well, who played for the West Indies. And um, you got Wayne Parnell from South Africa. He's played a bit of T20 ODIs and te a bit of Test cricket here and there. I think he's played more ODIs and T20s than Test cricket. Um, yeah, Chris Wokes was a part of that tournament as well. And a few others were there. A few couple, a couple of modern day stars are there. Uh, some of the games turned out to be some of the greats for their country. Um, they ended up playing for playing in that World Cup. I remember Mark Wall was there as well. Yeah, but in New Zealand, so India beat beat South Africa in the final, and Virat Kohli was the captain. That really announced Virat Kohli to the world stage early on, and then he made then he a year later he made his ODI debut, I think, or later that year he made his ODI debut, if I remember, uh, against Sri Lanka. Bangladesh. I don't remember. Wait, where did he make his ODI debut? Um, yeah, later that, just a couple of months later, he made his ODI debut against Sri Lanka. So there we go. Just a couple of months later, he made his ODI debut after winning that uh, Under-19 World Cup. Then 2010, the tournament was held in... And that tournament was played in Malaysia, by the way. One where India won in 2008. 2010 was played in New Zealand. Australia beat um, Pakistan in the final. Australia, this was a rematch of the first tournament in the 1998 World Cup. And then um, also 2012, uh, then India won that one. They beat Australia in 
and this tournament was played in Australia. They beat Australia in the final. And then 2014, South Africa won their first uh, Under-19 World Cup. They beat Australia, and this tournament was played in the UAE. 2016, uh, the West Indies beat... Uh, I think they played India in the final and beat them. Yeah, they played India in the final, and this tournament was played in Bangladesh, and the West Indies beat India, winning their first title. And then um, India won in 2018, and uh, this tournament was played in New Zealand. India and Australia played each other in the finals, and they beat... Um, yeah, and they beat Australia in the finals. And then Bangladesh won, won it in South Africa, and uh, that was their first title. 13th edition of the Under-19 World Cup, and the second one to be held in South Africa. And uh, India won that, uh, so India and Bangladesh. Bangladesh won the toss. So Bangladesh won the match, defeated India in the final. And uh, it was a bit of an intense... Uh, I mean, that was their first ICC title that they won. So that's that. Uh, but yeah, um, pretty interesting finals. A bit of an ugly scenes at the end, but is what it is. Then India won the 2022 edition of it in the West Indies. 14th edition of the Under-19 ICC Cricket World Cup. India beat England in the final. And now this one has been played in South Africa. It's the 15th edition of the ICC ODI um, Under-19 World Cup. So... Interesting bit of history. Anyways, just going to be doing a recap now of the games that have happened already in this tournament. So, sorry for going on a bit. So, the first game of the tournament, uh, there were two games on the same day. So, there's quite a few doubleheaders on the same get on the same day. So, trying to get through this tournament quickly. I guess trying to get as many matches as possible. Get the action going. And it's been good so far. The first um, game was a bit of a low-scoring game. It was a low-scoring game, but uh, Ireland winning the game by seven wickets uh, with 163 balls remaining. Comfortable win. Uh, bowled the USA. They were versing the USA and bowled them out for 105 and they chased it down pretty easily. Uh, Oliver Riley was man of the match. Three for 21 with the ball and took two catches. He was outstanding. Ireland just way too good on the day. Half-century to Ryan Hunter as well. The wicketkeeper batsman for Ireland just got them home in the end. And also uh, Reuben Wilson, opening bowler, bowling partner with um, Oliver Riley, 3 for 23 for him. So they, both of them were excellent on the day. And Ireland get off to, got off to a winning start in the tournament. They are part of Group A, so good start for them. And then on to the next game. The host nation, South Africa versus the West Indies. Um, so South Africa... This was played on the same day. South Africa, it was a good game. Very good game in the end. South Africa posting 258 for 9 off their 50 overs. Half century to uh, Delon Murray for South Africa. And then, yeah, for the West Indies, Nathan Silly 3 for 34 for his uh, spell. He was excellent. West Indies in reply, superb 100 from Jewel Andrew, but uh, he really carried the Indians. Unfortunately, bowled out for the 254. Falling short by 31 runs and um, 5 wickets uh, for man of the match performance was Quenna Mafaka 5 for 38 off uh, his so his spell he was outstanding he was the man of the match South Africa winning by 31 runs to start the tournament host nation getting off to a good start then the next day um, seems to be like a bit of rivals these days especially in the under 19s they really have a bit of heat with each other Bangladesh the Asia uh, this Bangladesh team is the Asia Cup champions they knocked India out in the semi-finals, and then they played. I think they played the UAE, or they played Afghanistan in 
the under 19 uh, World Cup, under 19 World Cup finals. So under 19 Asia Cup finals. So a bit of heat there between these two India defending champions versus the current Asian Cup champions in Bangladesh. And India finished on 251 for seven off their 50 overs. Half centuries to Adash Singh and Videsh Saharan, the captain. And Bangladesh, Bangladesh, um, Maruf left arm fast bowler, five, five for 43 was excellent, but acted a bit like a knob, to be honest. Um, he just did this pose and was just abusing the players. He got fined, I think, um, got a, got fined as well for his bad behavior. Um, pretty over, pretty over the top celebrations, I've got to say. And, um, yeah, he got punished by the OCC just, uh, just recently. I think he got fined uh, and got a point with something, a bit of a blot on his record now. Um, didn't have a discipline issue before, apparently, but, um, yeah, a bit over the top. Still, He's still young, so maybe he might improve with time, but a bit over the top celebrations and got a bit abusive towards the Indian batsman. He admitted it to the offence, and, um, yeah, he's caught the punishment for that. But, yeah, definitely bowled beautifully, though. Bowled really well in Murrah from Ruta, but just over the top of the celebrations. Uh, Mohammed Shihab James, fifth, scored a half century, but Bangladesh were bowled out for 167. Uh, four wickets for Somya Pandey. Four for twenty-four of his uh, in his spell, he was absolutely outstanding. Uh, India winning by eighty-four runs to start the tournament, bowling Bangladesh out for one hundred and sixty-seven. So great start there. Then England versus Scotland on the same day. England well, Boltra Scotland out for one hundred and seventy-four. Um, three for twenty-two for Fahan Ahmed, the brother of Rehan Ahmed, and three for thirty-one for Luke uh, Beckenstein of his spell. Hit though both of them were outstanding. In reply, um, England, well, everybody did their bit. Jaden Denley, who's the nephew of former England batsman Joe Denley, uh, got off to a good start, scoring 40, and uh, didn't quite get onto the 50, but looked really good. But uh, Ben McKinney, uh, the captain, lovely 88 from him. England finished on 178 for three, and winning the game by seven wickets with 142 balls remaining. Ben McKinney, the captain for England, was the man of the match. And was absolutely outstanding with the bats. And uh, for Scotland, Ibrahim Faisal, two for thirty was a bit expensive. We picked up uh, two wickets. So good spell, was a good stuff from him. But the target just wasn't enough for Scotland to defend early on. The tournament. Just having a look. Um, also the India game. Ardish Singh was the captain, and he was the man of the match. So Ardish Singh, the captain, doing a really good job there. Now moving on to the next game, Afghanistan versus Pakistan. Uh, well, uh, Pakistan posting on a real posting a good total of two hundred eighty-four for nine on the back of an excellent hundred from Shazab Khan. Um, for uh, for Afghanistan, it was um, Khalil Ahmed, uh, four for fifty-one. Uh, he was the pick of the bowlers. In reply, Afghanistan really batted terribly and were bowled out for one hundred three. Uh, Pakistan winning the game by 181 runs, a really good start for the tournament for them. And um, for Pakistan with the ball, Ubaid Shah, who's the brother of Nasim Shah, who's become a real a major player for Pakistan in all three formats, especially in ODIs and T20s um, with the ball. Unfortunately, at the moment, Nasim Shah is injured, but uh, when he comes back, you think he'll make a difference to the Pakistan team. Uh, Ubaid Shah, 4 for 26, he was excellent with the ball. Pakistan... Uh, winning the game quite comfortably. He's Shazab Khan, 100, uh, man of the match for his excellent 100. I think that's the second 100 of the tournament. 
Then uh, Zimbabwe versus Sri Lanka. Zimbabwe had Pakistan and Sri Lanka in a bit of trouble. At uh, 3 for 12, they did drop uh, one of the players, and that turned out to be fairly costly. Even though Sri Lanka didn't really score a massive total, but it was still a decent total on a difficult pitch. 204 all out Sri Lanka. Half century to 64. Dinora Kolopahana. He was absolutely superb with the bat. But... Um, yeah, Cole Eckstein, 3.40 off his uh, off his spell. He was absolutely superb for Zimbabwe. But Andrew replies, Zimbabwe just weren't good with the bat. Bowled out for 89. Uh, Malsha Tarupati, uh, 4 for 17 off his spell. He was outstanding in the pick of the bowlers. Sri Lanka winning by 39 runs via the Duckworth-Lewis method. And uh, they had to chase, by the way, the match got reduced to 22 overs. And Zimbabwe had to chase 129 to win and were bowled out for 89. So Sri Lanka getting off the winning start. Not the most convincing win, but wins a win anyway in this tournament. And it just matters. As long as you get those wins, that's what really matters in the end. Uh, then New Zealand versus Nepal. Well, well, this game. New Zealand, 302 for 8. Uh, young Snehit Reddy was absolutely outstanding. And Oscar Jackson, the captain for New Zealand. Snehit Reddy, superb. 147 not out. Man of the match performance from him. He idolises Daryl Mitchell, uh, current New Zealand superstar. Um, he looks up to Daryl Mitchell. Daryl Mitchell's uh, just guide him at the moment. He was at the Northern Districts team uh, in New Zealand domestic cricket where Daryl Mitchell was, but then Daryl Mitchell's just recently moved to Canterbury to play for Canterbury in the New Zealand domestic cricket season. And Daryl Mitchell also provo- um, promoted his story, um, Snead Reddy's story on um, his interview on... Uh, his Instagram story and uh, Nate Reddy said like he can always talk to Daryl Mitchell and get advice from him. He really appreciates his um, Daryl's support and Daryl Mitchell. Well, he's happy to help out, isn't he? And uh, Daryl Mitchell, well, what a couple good couple of years he's had. Uh, part of the ICC Men's ODI Team of the Year as well and the World Cup ODI World Cup Team of the tournament as well. Uh, he's had a great year in Test matches and ODIs in the last. Um, 2023 was an excellent year, and he's been he's getting better in T20s now, a bit more consistent in T20s. He's starting to really uh, light the world up in all three formats. Proving to be a major player in the New Zealand cricket team at the moment. Daryl Mitchell, quality player. Um, and Snout Reddy, superb 147 from him. Man of the match display from him. Oscar Jackson, the captain, 75. Um, for, for Nepal... 3 for 60 uh, for Subhash Pandari, but was a bit expensive. In reply, Nepal, they weren't really in the chase. Um, Arjun Kumal scored 90, but yet they just were never in the chase. 238 for 9 off their 50 overs. New Zealand went in by 64 runs in the end. Um, Mason Clark, beautiful spell from him. 3 for 25 off his spell. Matt Rowe, 1 for 47. And... Uh, one for 47. And a couple of bottles getting two wickets each. Uwald uh, Schroeder and Oscar Jackson, the captain, had a good game all round. Half century and two for 25 with the, with the ball. Uwald uh, Schroeder, uh, two for Schroeder, two for 54 off his spell. And Zach Cummins, the son of former New Zealand opening batsman. And uh, and uh, I think he played for the Targo Vaults of Central Stags, did he, Craig Cummins? Craig Cummins is a currently New Zealand commentator as well, I think. I'm pretty sure he played for Canterbury. Okay, Canterbury and Otago. Yep, so, yep. Uh, Zach Cummins 
one for 39 off his uh, spell as well. A little bit expensive. New Zealand off to a good start in the tournament. They didn't play the last World Cup, uh, T20 World Cup, because of the COVID issue and Jacinta Arden was Prime Minister at the time. And New Zealand, that team couldn't really go to the tournament due to that uh, those restrictions. Yeah. Uh, Ireland versus Bangladesh. Well, Bangladesh got their first points of the tournament. Uh, Ireland restricted to 235 for eight. Uh, lovely 90 from uh, Ken Hilton. Bangladesh, Marv Mrida, 245 off his spell. And Sheikh Bovez Gibbon, 2 for 20, 2 for 54 off his spell. Then, in reply, yeah, for Bangladesh, Muhammad Shihab, Shihab James, 55 not out, man of the match. Arab Amin, 45 of his, uh, 45 not out for him. And starts for the openers, Ashir, Ashikor Rahman Shibli, the keeper, 44, and didn't quite convert that to a 50. And Adil bin Sadiq, 36. Got off to a start, didn't carry it on. And Chadar, MD Rizwan, I think MD stands for Muhammad, 21 for him at 3. And Arafal Islam, 13, uh, batting at number 4. Not quite carrying on with the starts, but they did their bit. Total wasn't a massive total, but it was still a total that could challenge you on your, on your day. Bangladesh finished on 239 for 4 off there. Um, yeah, with... Winning by six wickets with 19 balls remaining. So good good performance from Bangladesh. And um, with the bat and ball. Uh, for Ireland, Scott McBath, uh, 241 off his spell. He was excellent with the ball, but target. But Ireland just could not get enough wickets at regular intervals to trouble Bangladesh. Bangladesh uh, get the first two points for them, uh, get their first two points of the tournament as well. And Australia versus Namibia, well, this game was just very one-sided. Australia getting off to a superb start in the tournament. Um, Namibia bowled up for 91. Uh, Callum Vidler, man of the match, 4 for 17 off his uh, spell. And then uh, and Tom Straker, 3 for 16 off his spell. And then Marley Beardman, 15 off his uh, spell and Raf McMillan 1 for 24 off his spell a little bit expensive Raf McMillan but Australia doing superb with the ball and uh, chase down to Turner wasn't the easiest chase though 95 for 6 uh, made a pretty tough work of it but they got there in the end winning the game by 4 wickets with 181 balls remaining uh, for Zimbabwe uh, top scorer for Australia was uh, Hugh Wagbin the captain 39 for him Second highest score for Australia was Harry Dixon, 16-16, and Raph McMillan as well, 16 for him. And uh, 3 for 28 for Jack Russell for Namibia, and 2 for 29 for Hanro Bannenhorst, and uh, 1 for 6 for Henry Van Vaak of his spell. And Australia winning that game by four wickets of 181 balls remaining. Still a win is a win, but wasn't the easiest one in the end. But they got out over the line. And uh, Callum, Callum Vidler, four for 17, uh, was, the man, was the man of the match with the beautiful performance with the ball. And South Africa versus England, next game, you got um, 
England winning by 36 runs via the Duckworth Lewis method. So South Africa bought up to 230 in there uh, after bang first. Steve Stoke scoring a half century, 64 for him, top scoring for South Africa. And then uh, for England, Jaden Denley, the nephew of Joe Denley, was absolutely superb. 3 for 37 of his spell, but uh, Eddie Jack, 3 for 28 of his spell as well. And uh, Tazim Chaudhary Ali, 3 for 26 of his 10 overs as well, were excellent. In reply, England chased 137 to win. Uh, they had to chase 102 to win off their 28 overs. It got revised. They finished on 137 for two. I think the match just um, got rained out by the time. Yeah, just got rained out in the end. But uh, England were well ahead of the Duckworth Lewis target at that stage. It was supposed to be 102 from 28.3 overs. England were 137 for two. And won the game by 35 runs in the end. Um, so 39 runs. Hey, what? 39 runs, are you sure? But yeah, Noah Thane getting a uh, 63, not out. And uh, Ben McKinney, 48 for him. The captain just continues in decent form in the tournament. Uh, Tristan Lewis getting 1 for 19 of his spell. And uh, Rush and Pillay, 1 for 19 of his spell. England winning the game by 36 runs via the Duckworth Lewis method and uh, pretty much sealing their place in the Super Sixes. And then probably the game of the tournament so far. This one's been a, this one was an absolute classic. Afghanistan bowler for 91. Um, tough game for both teams with a bat. Uh, Mason Matt Rowe absolutely superb for New Zealand. Uh, five for 21 off his spell. He was the people of the bowlers. Man of the match display from him. Ryan Sorgas, 2 for 33. Well, Schroeder, 2 for 15 off his spell. And Oscar Jackson, the captain, 1 for 13 off his spell. And New Zealand reply were in all sorts of trouble. But so Tiger wasn't enough to defend. 92, they finished on 92 for 9. And uh, yeah, M. Gazanfa was absolutely sick to have 3 for 29 off his spell. And then uh, Khalil Ahmed, 2 for 16 of his spell. Arab Ghul, 2 for 12 of his spell. And Nasir Khan Maruf Kiel, 1 for 17 of his spell. Bit of controversy with him as he ran out. He mancated um, Lord Schroeder, controversial circumstances. And the next ball, Matt Rowe, who had a superb game, hit the winning runs to guide New Zealand home in the two to guide New Zealand home over the line. Uh, for New Zealand with the ball as well, um, Ryan Saugus 2 for 33 of his spell, and Earl Trailer 2 for 15, and Oscar Jackson 1 for 13, and Matt Rowe 5 for 21, absolutely superb. And New Zealand winning by one wicket, they did have 130 balls remaining, but just one wicket in the end. That would have been a terrible loss for them if they lost it, but winning by one wicket with 130 balls remaining. Matt Rowe, superb performance from him. He was outstanding. Uh, and man of the match. That's pretty much a wrap for the first couple of games in the Under-19 World Cup. It's been an interesting tournament so far. Uh, will it produce the goods? We'll have to wait and see. Anyways, guys, thank you very much for team, uh, joining in. Hope you all stay safe wherever you are. Until next time, it's bye for now, and we are out of here. Let's go.